Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com, IWork, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for tuning into a very special Thanksgiving I Work For Him broadcast. As we bring in into studio today, Martha and I have David and Jill Johnson from Grow The Dream in studio with us today. And I, I just, I got to tell you, you don't know what you're in for. And neither do we. (laughs) Hey, you know, we always say at our weddings, till death do us part. But does that mean us killing each other in the workplace when we work alongside each other? When family works alongside family, when we work alongside each other in ministry, how does the whole marriage vow thing work into working alongside your spouse? We thought we'd bring two couples into the studio today and talk, since it's family day, it's Thanksgiving day, and we could talk... David and Jill work together. Martha and I work together. How do we not only work together, keep from killing each other, but enjoy each other thoroughly? Martha, we've done this really for almost all of our 30 years. We've worked alongside each other in ministry or in work. David and Jill, you guys just celebrated 17 years of marriage. 18. 17 or 18. Who's counting? 18 (laughs) years of marriage. Congratulations. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right, so let's let's just as we jump into this topic, I I, uh, I I picked this verse actually. Martha picked this verse, Philippians two two. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Jill, my first question is for you. You've not been on I Work For Him before. David has graciously hosted many shows for me in the past, and I am so that Martha and I could go on vacation, which has been very, very nice. In fact, he even did once when we went on the marriage retreat cruise, and that's not happening in the future because you guys have got to go. We've got to find a way for you to go. <laughs> we'll find another guest Dramamine or something, we'll get it done. Yes. So, Jill, as a wife and a mother and an executive within your own business, what do you hear the Lord saying to you most often? Well, honestly, it's very simple, and I would say it's the word trust, because that is the heart of what we need to do with our relationship with the Lord and our relationship with our spouse, particularly when we are working together. (laughs) I like that, David. She said trust. I know. I was relieved. I thought she was going to say don't commit murder thou shalt not <laughs> don't don't commit murder <laughs> all right so david as a husband and a father and a business executive and a marketing genius grow the dream.com grow the dream.com uh how do you see your role as role in the and hu- the household being impacted by your faith and the call i, I just totally screwed up this question you're you're a husband 
you're a father, you're a business executive. How do you see your role in the household being impacted by your faith? Well, of course, you know me well enough to know that I believe our faith is woven through any and everything we do. So as a father, it's a calling, just like being a husband is a calling. And I believe we're called to the business world. So it's a matter of stewardship. It's a matter of looking to God and saying, you know, am I doing what you've asked me to do? <laughs> and, uh, and am I doing it the way you've called me to do it? And that's a constant thing. You know, it is today as we discuss, what's it like to work together with your spouse? We get comments, Martha, you and I get comments all the time from people going, you guys work together? You, do, you, do you ever spend any time not together? And we're like, no. And, and people, what are the, some of the things people say to us? Well, it's actually quite irritating because a lot of people are like, that's got to be awful. Or how do you do that? <laughs> don't you get tired of each other? Yeah, don't you get, yeah, Look exactly. She goes, well. No, no I'd like no. to speak to that. Oh, so, Martha, you wanted to comment. Well, I did because... Um, Wait, do you want me to ask the question? I was going to... Oh, you're just going to go ahead? Yeah, I was okay. going to read... Because I got a different question I want to ask you. That's awesome. <laughs> but I just want to talk to this point before the break when you were saying, you know, what do people say to us when we um, tell them that we work together? What kind of comments do we get? And one of the things that saddens me about the culture and about marriage is the fact that most people think, I could never spend all day with my spouse. And I'm thinking, how very sad. Sure. Isn't that the person that we chose to marry, t- yeah. chose to walk alongside with? What better thing than to be able to be together and work together? Um, of course, we have the advantage that we do complement each other as far as our skills and things like that. So it is a good fit. But I think also some of that, I mean, it's God ordained, but it's also part of of what we've learned over the years. Well, well so what I want to know as a husband. Okay. I'm ready. I, okay. So for really for 30 years, really since we got out of college, we have worked together except for about a 10 year period where we were, did a lot of ministry together. But we weren't working together. Mm-hmm. We started working together. So spending 24, seven, 365. Well, last year was, was it this year was 366 because it's leap year. <laughs> because this is Jim and that extra day. Matters. I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie. So we started working together again, 18 months ago after, after a 10 or 11 year hi- hiatus. Mm-hmm. What have you found the most difficult about working alongside me? Oh. Nothing like putting you on the spot yeah, on no. the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that be Jill asked, can we edit this? No. <laughs> no. This is real. Real vision or whatever. Um, anyway, I think the the probably the thing that's been the most challenging is just trying to figure out our rhythm and mm. our ownership of responsibility and how to get back into uh, figuring out what each other does well and... Um, I think for you and I, a lot of it is a control thing. Mm. Honestly, Ooh. you asked for it, buddy. It. I, mean, <laughs> I did. I asked the question. We and, talk about that. Well, and it is. It has been. We've had not only we've been working together, but we're launching a ministry together, and so there's a lot of stress because we don't know where the money's coming from. And so there, we, the Lord has really been stretching us at the same time as we're working together, and. Martha honed her skills in some places we had never, ever honed skills before in those 10 years we didn't work together. 
She got to be a manager over well over a dozen people for 10 years. She got to uh, uh, learn retail, which is something neither of us ever worked retail. Well, you sold donuts and worked at Wendy's, but that was besides that. <laughs> that counts. It does that's count, that's, but yes. I, never, I never had a retail. I've never had a retail job. I did sell Ginsu knives at the State Fair for one 10-day period. That is the only retail I've ever had. So and you were stellar at it. I was. I, I also sold Washmatic Internationals. Look those up on the internet. So right. you hit your, your annual quota in just a few days and quit? Is that... Is is that how that worked? No, just 10 days. It was a 10-day gig. It was gig. a state fair. That's all it was. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it was an amazing question. It was an amazing gig. All right. So, Martha. Well, I think that it's only fair that you ask every or answer the question for everybody that they're just dying to know. Now, um, since we've been working alongside of each other, how do you see your leadership in the home and in our business um, as, a, as a part of your faith? Well, I think what's been more fun is that we pray way more often than we ever mm-hmm. have before. And so oh, we yeah. have really, and we've made a commitment where we don't start the day without doing devotions together and praying together. And uh, that has been a lot of fun. But I do, you know, we, because we're empty nesters, my role as father is an intermittent role. So that doesn't really interrupt too, too, too often. But it's finding that dividing line between work and home life because we work so much. Mm-hmm. I think that's been the biggest struggle. And you're... You deserve complete gentleness, mercy, and grace at all times. And I'm not necessarily full of gentleness, mercy, and grace all the time because I get uptight and I get, uh, I struggle with all of the different pressures. And so learning to apologize even more Mm. is what I've gotten. That's, that's what I've gotten better at. I think not arguing as long (laughs) as I used to. So you haven't reduced the number of reasons to apologize. You just you just you just actually apologize more often. Uh, sooner, <laughs> right? Oh, right. oh, sooner. I see. Sooner okay. and more is that often. like fail faster? The old IBM strategy? Where you... No, I think it's more like Benjamin Franklin saying, "Vote early and vote often." Often. Yeah. So apologize right. early and apologize often. Yeah, that's it's just good. it's like that. I mean, really, when you look at it, when you look at the arguments that you guys have in, in the workplace, I mean, who has to apologize? Oh, more it's often? always me. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's me. Jill, go ahead. We're just you can interrupt him. <laughs> when, when you can said agree. It's, all, it's both of said us. It's... it's both of us. Definitely. All right, we're talking today with our spouses. Freewheeling conversation between David and Jill Johnson from Grow the Dream and Jim and Martha Brangenberg from I Work for Him. We partner together. And we have partnered together in the past on many projects, business projects. I bring David in when I can to businesses that I work alongside. David and Jill work together in their marketing business, growthedream.com. And literally, if you're looking for a genius marketing firm, this is where you need to go, growthedream.com. Too kind. Thank you. (laughs) It's true. I don't say things I don't mean. So that's that's just true. Yeah, because you heard the Antarctica I know, right. That's right. We don't have to be accurate. We're, we're called to a very high standard. And Martha and I work together on the radio show, but the ministry that surrounds the radio show, which is a lot more complicated than what people think, and it's going to get more complicated next year as we start to join forces and synergize with a lot of ministries across the country and as we expand the show across the country. So, David, going back to you, you're a father, you're a husband, you're a husband first, then a father, then a, then you're a boss. I don't know. I know I'm sure you're co-equals, but... You know, somebody's, you're probably the boss. Jill, is he the boss? He's the boss. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that will cost you later, I am sure. So how do you balance your faith as it relates to those roles? And how do you keep Grace a priority and Jill a priority outside of the workplace? 
You know, I I have an unusual view on this, and I and I'm I know I'm not entirely alone, but I I swim a little upstream in the Christian community on this thought. Amen, brother. So do I. Uh, I get tired of that, but yeah, yeah. My, my the way I look at this is I don't see God calling us to um, particular roles in in terms of priority, and that again flies in the face of how a lot of people view this. But I, I, I view the call of God as, as holistic, and, and so rather than thinking about one being ahead of the other, and you're going to probably want to teach me differently on the marriage cruise that we go on, but um, I actually see them as, as I, I, I can't say co-equal, but I can say that there's a, I'm always a father. I'm always a husband. I'm always a business owner. I'm always called to take care of our clients. I mean, there's no there's no moment. Sure, I take a break from this or that or whatever, but there's no point at which my identity ever changes. Right. And so I see the 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 call of God as as universal across all those. Okay, categories. but your identity doesn't change, but you've got a priority list given to you by God. So, I mean, we I mean, the priorities are clear. You know, your relationship with your Heavenly Father is first, and then your relationship with your spouse, second, and your relationship with your your daughter, third, and then everything else. So you get a priority level. So your call may be consistent, but keeping them a priority and not neglecting one over the other, that, that becomes more difficult when you work alongside your spouse and you work in your home. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I would say that... Um the, in terms of priority, I just don't. I just don't view things that way. I view them in terms of I. I, I have uh, the expectations that God has placed on me, the things He's given me responsibility over. And sure, there are things that, if it's related to business, that are going to get sacrificed if there's a need in the area of my family. But also, family sometimes gives a little so that the business uh, can get what it's need. It's needing at times. So I, I see them as as more of an interplay rather than just a simple priority list. I guess I'd like to see a diagram on that. Okay, so Jill, think, take no. I think oh. that's a really interesting way to look at it. And but I think that the bottom line for that is I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think that you are well grounded, and so I mean I believe you're very well grounded. Well, that's kind of your, <laughs> you know yeah. not just on a limb, but I don't think that everybody could hold that concept if they're not well grounded in the word and in their relationship with our heavenly father fair enough yeah that's not a that's a senior in high school uh, not a kindergarten uh, concept Correct. right exactly Correct. Yeah. Because, case in point did you work with a client on your anniversary or did you celebrate your anniversary with your wife you know where did you no way time? in the world was i taking calls from clients <laughs> on our anniversary <laughs> so you do have that of course you know and and i guess that's the just what i would add to that conversation but you know martha you and jill are your your relationship with your heavenly fathers first your spouse second your your wives your mothers you're also really co-equals in our business you guys are, are without without you guys we wouldn't be the men that we would that we are so I don't know if some some if you're responsible for some of the bad stuff. I, don't I was going to say we can't blame him for that. No, we can't. <laughs> we brought that stuff into the marriage. So how do you guys balance that role? Because sometimes it's I know it's I'm just speaking for Martha. I know it's difficult at times working alongside me because I can just be a pain in the rear end sometimes. How do you find a struggle balancing those roles? Do you find a struggle balancing those roles? Oh my goodness, yes. And I think especially because of the place that we're in in our lives as empty nesters, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking, what should I have done differently while the kids were still home? And mm. although you can't go back and you can't live in regret, you know, being intentional about the things that you do yes. accomplish um, and where you do spend your focus is a huge 
bur- I don't want to say burden because it's not a burden, but it's a huge responsibility that sure. I that I don't take lightly. But in the thrust of being, you know, ten years ago with kids in the home and business trying to grow and work and all that kind of stuff. I know that there were lots of times where I had my priorities out of balance and, and sometimes it's hard to even imagine giving up one thing to spend time doing something else. And sure. so, uh, that's, that's a constant juggling right. act for a woman. So Jill, go on that same question to you. I mean, right. you're, you're, you know, you're a Christ follower, you're a, you're a wife, you're a mom, you're really being an impact on grow the dream. How do you struggle with those roles and keeping them in priority? And, you know, because I know that this, I'm not, a, I'm not a woman, but I do know that women feel their highest calling is to be mom. I mean, sure. it, it's, and it's, and rightfully so. Sure. Um, absolutely. There's a struggle, but I've learned over the years, um, really to piggyback on what David was saying. I hold it and I look at it more fluidly because I know there are going to be times that I need to um, expend more energy in my mothering. And not only do we have our own business, but we homeschool as well. So we Mm -hmm. have it all going on in our home at the same time. So it's just leaning into the Lord and trusting him. Where's, where does my energy need to go today? Um, And just a listening ear, but it's not always easy, but the rewards are truly great when you can um, just keep working through it and following him. What do you guys, let's just move into the conversation as we're talking today with David and Jill Johnson from Grow the Dream and Martha and I from I Work For Him as we're talking about working together as spouses. And on this Thanksgiving day, maybe we ought to step back for just a second and talk about what we're thankful for. And, and that's not a setup to say I'm thankful for my spouse because I'm thankful for my spouse. I am. I am th- too. That's Me right. too. Okay, Me we got too. that out of the way. Yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> but really, no a, a, a question I'm going to ask um, a, a probably on the shows all weekend long is how, what are you thankful for this year that the Lord surprised you with? Well, that little twist on the question, what are you thankful for this year that the Lord surprised you with? And listeners, as you're listening, that's a great question to put out around the, the Thanksgiving table today. Hmm. What are you thankful for this year that the Lord surprised you with? Because, you know, sometimes we just, I don't know. We just don't take enough time to be thankful. That's one of the things, as Martha and I have gone through um, the Jesus Calling devotional all year long, it's been thanking the Lord when things are ugly, not just when things are awesome. Trusting, waiting, and hoping. Those are concepts that have been the thanking the Lord when things really stink. That is a concept I'm still struggling with. So um, on my desk i have an index card i don't know a couple months ago i think i wrote it based on one of the devotions that we did and i just wrote the words trust and thank Mm. so your word trust and you know this whole concept of being thankful and then we were hearing um pastor uh, carol warren this weekend preaching and how he said that if you really know the scripture and if you're really trying to live what scripture's teaching you then in all circumstances we are to give thanks and he he was you know living living the scripture means in everything giving all right. thanks all right so answer the question what oh. are you thankful for this year that the lord surprised you with and don't worry listeners we are going to get to this whole we work together thing we're, we're kind of laying it up i understand we're, we're just getting there but it, it's important that you see as spouses we enjoy being together, and really, the four of us really enjoy being together. And yeah. David and and Jill's daughter Grace is sitting in studio with us today. 
Have you heard? She is so noisy. Oh, my word. <laughs> She's wild. She God. is a wild child. Okay, uh, so I think the thing that the Lord that has surprised me that I'm thankful for is really um, when we have had, when the Lord told us to, to slow down and not go ahead of him mm. uh, for two doers, that is a really tough, tough exercise. And being thankful that he has allowed us to slow down. Now, that doesn't mean we're not working. We're working a lot, but we're not making plans that he's not setting before us. Mm. And um, so I'm very thankful for that because it's been a very stretching, growing phase. Jill. Sure. I think my answer may be surprising because I feel like the Lord has surprised me this year with dismantling some of my spiritual paradigms and has caused me to reevaluate what I'm truly believing, thinking, and trusting, and brought me to a simpler faith. Hmm. And he's really distilled it down to trusting him like a child. Simpler faith. I like that. All right. Keep it simple. That's right. David, How has the, what, what are you thankful for this year that the Lord surprised you with? I'll tell you what, uh, the surprise for me this year, um, is, is, this is a little bizarre, but I, I got a motorcycle a few years ago, or a few months ago, uh, which I wasn't expecting to do this year. And I know that sounds a little crazy, but 20-something um, years ago, my dad bought me a motorcycle for Christmas, and we went on rides together, including an epic ride through Hurricane Opal that we don't have time to talk about right now. But um, uh, about a week or two weeks ago, my dad and I went on a motorcycle trip for the first time in, in about two decades. Mm. And uh, it was the first time we'd had the opportunity to do that in a long time. And it was just a really, it was very special. It was very neat. And I, uh, I started to regret some of the years that have passed that I hadn't done that. And I, and I just really felt like the Lord was just saying, hey, you know what? You got to do it. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's let's be grateful for that. So it was just a special time, and uh, and like I said, it has nothing to do with the topic of today's show. But I'm grateful for that. The thing that I am most surprised at that the Lord has done this year is that He really has set up Martha and I in with I work for Him to be at the center of a unifying effort for faith and work ministries across the country, and also in Tampa Bay to be part of bridging this cultural divide between the white churches and the black churches, and that the Lord is using His platform to do those things. I'm just amazed, and I'm grateful, and I'm thankful. I mean, it really is cool. I'm also thankful that the Lord has given us a minivan with 240,000 miles on it. We just drove across the country with zero issues. That is an amazing thing. It is an amazing thing. All right, so getting back to the question. We're talking about how do we work alongside our spouses. So we're talking about working together as married couples, and, you know, there's, there's advantages and there's challenges. Ooh, you like the way I said that? There's advantages and challenges. So ladies first, what are some of the advantages that you see? This is radio. There'd be no quiet time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you have an idea? I do. Well, one of the advantages is just simply the time together. But that can also be one of the challenges. But I'll <laughs> stick with the advantage side. That time together... <laughs> Allows you to deepen your relationship, learn more about each other, because you're experiencing um, many more things together, working with clients, working together. So I think it fosters greater intimacy. 
So you have a really big ring on your middle finger on your uh, right hand. If David gets out of line, does he get that same? Does he get that mark on his face? Do you then? see that? It's on my forehead right here. Forehead, yeah. It's the ring and the bracelet together. Is it together? <laughs> So do I get to answer that question? You're talking about advantages. Yes. So I think that one of the greatest advantages, often on Tuesdays, you and I talk about relationships and how we can take the same relationship um, concepts that we learn in our marriage and apply them in the workplace. Well, we have the benefit of knowing our spouse better than any coworker we're ever going to know. Truly. So there are things that, you know, I can, I can, um, filter. I can try to be a gatekeeper for you from things that you don't, I know, oh, he doesn't need to be, you know, bogged down with that detail. That isn't the right timing for him because he's going on the air in a few minutes or whatever it might be. I know a little bit more about how you function, how you tick Mm -hmm. and be able to be a more of a compliment in that way by doing the things that either, um, you know, we talk often, you know, we have a lot of the same skills, but we have different skills. And if I can take something that is just truly a burden to you and I enjoy doing it, then, you know, Mm -hmm. but I, but I, but we know each other better and that's a huge advantage. Mm -hmm. So, David, then going to disadvantages. Oh, no, challenge. No, no, no. Challenges, Jim. I like that. I knew I was going to get a rise out of both the ladies. You did. Uh, I did. I that got, was quick, too. It was quick. Yep. Oh, yep. All right. So, advantages. What, what's one of the advantages you see? Work alongside Jill every day at growthedream.com. Growthedream.com. <laughs> we closed our office several years ago, which was uh, kind of a big move. So, our team kind of went from being, we had a 1,300 square foot space that, you know, we had several of us working out of. And so we went back to where we had started, which was I was working from home. Mm-hmm. And in your basement. Yeah, well, yeah, in my Florida in basement. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I work, you know, I, I walk every day. I do a lot of walking from the bedroom to the coffee pot to my office. It's a, you know, it's a big <laughs> part of the uh, part of the experience. But the advantage to that is that I'm around. And, um, and of course, on top of, of working together and having our family together and our business together all in one place, we also homeschool, which is which is a huge responsibility that mm-hmm. Jill bears the the vast majority of the the burden of, and uh, but that's awesome too because I get to be there for that and I'm involved and I teach math and that's my one mm-hmm. s- subject I teach. But um, are we at algebra level now? Pre-algebra, actually. Pre-algebra? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're having fun with that. Yeah. So, but we're uh, so so that's a huge advantage. I can see Grace is ecstatic about it. <laughs> yeah, it's her favorite subject. Uh, not really. The proximity is huge, and 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 I mm-hmm. and and that's one of the reasons we chose to homeschool is you know there's a window of time here that we'll never get back. That's right. That we can spend with our daughter, yes. and I mean we might have had to do something different if we had more children, but we have one, so it worked. And and I, I know a lot of people do it, you know with more more children, but um, the proximity to me is just hugely valuable, and and I'm able to be there and 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 see what's going on, and uh, so that's I, I like that a lot. At the same time. I believe work is a context for relationship, um, and I believe it's one of the reasons that God calls us into business. I know we may have time to talk a little bit more about that later, but I believe that God calls people to business, uh, not necessarily everybody to own a business, but but there's a calling to business, and I see him working in the earth through relationships that we have. And so you talk about priority by the, just virtue of the fact that I work from home and I'm, I'm with my wife and my daughter all the time. Um, that gives us a context for relationship that we would not have otherwise. It is. Uh, it's always fun just to get different perspectives. And as I look at one of the advantages, first of all, I get to be with my beautiful wife all day long. 
which I think that's awesome. I Working together, I just know that sometimes I don't have to finish my sentences because Martha can finish them. And, I, and she does truly pick up where I left off. We're still relearning this whole synergy thing because we spent so many years working different angles. But it is the advantage of us working together is it, it works. I mean, it is smooth. And we really love spending together. When I married my wife, I married my life to married my wife to spend the rest of my life with her cuz she's my best friend. Should we add here Jim's love language is quality time. Quality so, time. Oh, wow. Working that together, was... you know, and it's it's crazy cuz we can still come to the end of a day and he's like, we didn't get much time together today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may be true. I, I said to him actually this weekend I said, you know, I wonder if I can talk to the Lord about like a recall on which love language <laughs> because I feel like I can never, <laughs> I can never fill it, you know. But, um, but at least working you can together. Raise physical touch up to the top. <laughs> this is true. Hey, we have a special Thanksgiving <laughs> edition of I Work for Him today. As we, as David and Jill Johnson from Grow the Dream and Martha and I from I Work for Him talk about working together as spouses. What are some of the challenges? What are some of the advantages that we experience? And is it awesome or is it awful? Well, I think so far you've heard from us, it's pretty awesome. And and it frustrates Martha when people say, hey, wait a minute. I think that'd be the most horrible thing ever if I had to work with my spouse. I can't wait to leave in the morning so I can get some time away from my spouse. And we always think, why did you marry them? We say, can we sign you up for marriage mentoring? Yeah, marriage mentoring might be a really good idea for you. Because, it, you know, it's God usually puts us alongside our spouses then to, with complimentary gifts, be able to work together. Pretty awesome. All right, so challenges, David. What is What do you see as the biggest challenge in working with Jill every day? I think that one of the challenges that I deal with is I'm not good at delegating things. Um, and consequently... <laughs> what uh, David just said there was like saying, the Constitution of the United States of America is an important document. <laughs> So, um, so I, I, I tend to have my hand in more things than I should, and I do also have a little bit of a perfectionist streak. So this is good. You know, I'm stretching out on the couch here for counseling. Um, but the, the, the challenge is really that Jill has to figure out how to work with me more than anything else. Um, but, uh, but she's actually really fantastic at it. But it, one, of the, one of the things that happened in our business, though, I worked in this business solo for many years. And so she joined the business later on and that has created some uh some difficulty in in that as i mentioned you know delegation and letting go of things is 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 difficult so that's been something that i would say has been my biggest single challenge is learning how to just uh turn something over she's a fantastic manager of people for example and i am not (laughs) (laughs) so uh so but you know little by little she's taken over more and more of that stuff and that's that's been going very very well so, Jill, the challenges of sure. working alongside David every day. Sure. Well, I think um, going back to what you have mentioned a few times, the complementary gifts, oftentimes the Lord puts us together with complementary um, gifts, but there's friction with those complementary gifts until you learn how to work together and how to mature. So, for example, I'm a finisher by nature. Period. End of story. One of my greatest joys in life is finishing. <laughs> check it off the list. Check it off. <laughs> Next. Like check out check marks yes. are so powerful. And they are yeah. wonderful. I think they're overrated. David uh, you know. is a visionary, strategic 
thinker. So artist. He's, he's also an artist. An artist, and he's lost in the possibilities. So being a finisher and a manager by nature and having come into the business later, we have had to really work through that. I do love working with David. There are great rewards but no joke, it can be hard and it can be challenging and you have to be clear. You also have to be brave to speak up because there are times that you don't want to cause any more friction in your marriage because it's not always easy. But by speaking up, uh, both of us, and learning how to communicate clearly what we need in the business as well, it it goes a long way. And a lot yeah. of stuff we're talking about today, these challenges, these advantages, not only working alongside each other in business, but in ministry. Because a lot of us, not everybody works alongside each other in business or in their job, whatever it may be, but they, a lot of people work alongside each other in ministry. And these same challenges exist because usually somebody has to be in charge. And usually, I mean, I told Martha, as we led our small group for a decade, I mean, when the Sundays where she was in the bookstore, I missed her being alongside me. Martha, what do you see as one of the biggest challenges, wait for it, one of the biggest challenges <laughs> of working alongside me on a daily basis? Well, I think I would have to say exactly the same thing that I said that was the advantage, knowing you so well. Um, sometimes that can be a huge challenge because I may protect you from something or I may not I may not answer my whole or say my whole sentence because I'm assuming you know the end of it. Mm. And that can end up being a very slippery slope because we end up miscommunicating. So the very thing that is the greatest advantage, I believe, is also the greatest challenge because sometimes you put down your bear, your, you know, your, um, I don't know, you just don't, you're not being all that you should be in a business place because you're so casual and comfortable it is i think the biggest challenge is that you are so awesome and so gentle and so full of grace that in my hard-headed bullheaded um black and white brickness i sometimes step all over you with my lack of gentleness which i pray about all the time and we've learned to pray about it together but that is what frustrates me more is that i don't want to hurt you and sometimes I get to be a pretty hard driver and I just want to go. So really we're saying the same thing because for the same, you know, like that is you, sometimes we do have conversations that you would never have with another professional. You know, you, you, you say things in, well, there um, are some of those side less, comments you definitely wouldn't well, have. Yes. But the, <laughs> less sensitivity or less, you know, when we're teaching something to each other, that's one area oh, we yeah. really struggle with where it's like, you would never have taught that to somebody else that is a, a coworker the way you just tried to just kind of share it with me and it you, didn't you go mean, through this you, what you're saying is that well let's just all, all all in favor say i you know do you struggle with being as sensitive and as well okay do, do you end up being more short with your spouse than you would with anybody else truly yes yes and, and it is so true that, that is the sickest thing ever why is that true? It should be true. It would be, I can see where it'd be true if you're working all day long under this really horrible position. You come home and you just want to be real. But we work alongside each other all day long. There's no excuse to do that at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you haven't had enough coffee in there. <laughs> there it is not the, I'm kidding. It is not the I'm coffee. Kidding. 
You know, the is coffee good. is not the solution, David. Mountain Dew is the solution. <laughs> oh. No, it's not even a Mountain Dew. But for Martha, she'd say Diet Pepsi would be. So, really, the conversation for our listeners is, I believe that there are a lot of people that know somebody that is working with their spouse in some atmosphere, whether it's an office or a ministry or doing you know, something for a civil cause, but doing it in such a way that they can learn from hopefully a few things that we're saying and know what it's like. Well, and it is important to bring these same skills because we work alongside people that we're not necessarily married to in our workplaces all over the world. And you sometimes spend more time with those people at work than you do at home. How do you work through? Th- what are some of the advantages as you get so close to people? That maybe not their husband and wife, but they're they're like having a brother or sister. As Martha and I and David and Jill from Grow the Dream, we work alongside each other. So we thought we'd hit a family topic on Thanksgiving and talk about, hey, how do you work alongside your spouse? And you've heard lots of different perspectives. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, I know it's not for everybody, but there it is. It could work. I mean, literally. Biblical times all the way up to 1900, every husband and wife worked alongside each other. Period. End of story. That's just what happened. It was the deal. Uh, It's only in the industrial age that that has not happened. So here's the question. We all have conflict in the office. We have conflict outside the office, but we all have conflict in the office. What is your method, David and Jill, for resolving conflict quickly so you can move on with the tasks at hand? Well, I have a very practical answer for you. And one thing that we recently started doing in our business is simply setting a weekly meeting. We put it in the calendar. We try to keep it at all costs. And we use that time to bring the issues to the forefront that have been hanging over us that week or maybe for the last little bit of time. And it is the time to sit down and discuss those things head on. But but what if something's really been hanging over your head for a week? You don't want it to go a week. I mean, how do you deal with that stuff that just needs to, I mean, because it'll affect your personal life, too. If it's more urgent, it gets dealt with more quickly. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it usually just means that I have to answer for a week's worth of stuff all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Isn't it? I mean, no, I'm kidding. I'm be- that, that actually kind of devalues that time. Um, there are things that in the pace of our business that we just don't have time to address, mm-hmm, you know, sure. through the week. And so we by carving that time out, it makes sure that that stuff doesn't go too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but if the, if there's something more urgent then we deal with it more more readily. I would say one thing that I've had to learn is just dealing with reality. You know, sometimes we have this sort of uh in in marriages we can in conflict um try to push an agenda perhaps or try to argue our case or do whatever we might try to do. And what I've had to learn especially working alongside of each other is that you know what, this is not time for that. We just have to deal with reality. Uh, I hurt your feelings, or I made a dumb decision, or I did something stupid, or whatever it was, and and so we, I've I've, I've just tried to accept that that's the case and hmm. move on. <laughs> well, and I think that Martha and I really, in the last several years, have just gotten to the point where we just, if we have a conflict, we're just going to deal with it right then because we just. It, otherwise, it bogs down our mind. And we can't move forward. And I just have been learning. If I'm starting a conflict, I just need to <laughs> readily admit that I'm just because I could. I'm a man. I could argue my way through forever. But just to admit, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I love you. Please forgive me. You know, just just get to it and stop beating around a bush. 
I'm having visuals in my head of just making a sign. Just hold it up. <laughs> I have a tape to play for you. Wait, is that an option? Is that a, we'll discuss, we'll discuss that at our next weekly meeting. If that was an option, Everybody, everybody's choking on the turkey bones right now as they have to hear that one. You know what? You got to have some fun. And well, we sometimes fun. we just go places we don't even mean to go. You know, we say something that we thought was funny and it really hurt feelings or whatever the case might be. And and some I days know, we're more sensitive reason, than other days. We've been doing more of that lately. And I truly believe some of that is a lot of that is Satan because he's saying, I want to distract you from what you're here to do. And we have to we have to go back and say, Lord, don't allow that to happen and, and re-surrender because uh, that's what Satan doesn't want good um, testimonies to be written. And just be willing to be humble. Amen. Yeah. Just Mm-hmm. Put yourself lower and mm-hmm. and put the other first because you really need to do that when you're working together. Yes, good word. David and Joe, we really appreciate you guys joining us here on this Thanksgiving special of I Work For Him. Why don't you, for growthedream.com, why don't you tell people who is the perfect candidate, David? Sure. You know, we work with growing businesses. So if you have a business that is established, uh, we're, we, we, we have helped startups, but often we're, we're better suited to help businesses that maybe have reached a, a cap or a ceiling in their growth or, or whatever the case may be. Um, businesses maybe a half million dollars and, and up. You know, we work with businesses up to five, ten million dollars in revenues. Those are our sweet spots. And, and what do you do for them? We help them grow. We grow the dream. Yeah. Wow. I was hoping for a little bit more than that. I would tell you what they've done for us. Is he, he, David has helped us set up our social media approach. He's helped us set up, set up our podcast. Around. I mean, just really has helped us get the name of I Work For Him out there and around the world. And he had more success than even he planned on. So it's pretty awesome. All right. So this has been a good conversation. Anybody, last words? You got 15 seconds. Any last words? David? Seriously. Happy Thanksgiving. Jill? Check- Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Check out their website. GrowTheDream.com. Thanks, hey, Thanks. just keep in mind, there's an epic battle out there for your marriage, for the relationships that you have. The enemy doesn't want us to have solid relationships. He wants us to just let them go and let them just disintegrate into nothingness. As Christ followers, we've got a responsibility to be an example of great relationships. And your marriage is one of those chances to be a light in your community. Take, a, take advantage of that today around the Thanksgiving table. You've been listening to High Work Ram with your host, Jim Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field. And I work for him. him.